Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. What a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with good hang. Have you ever tried cupping the backs of your ears and like talking? I'll try right now. Hey, it's kind of hard because you have, earphones, have earphones on, on. with your voice, I mean, but hey, like it's me. Take, take, take out your earbuds. I did. And try it with and without. Am like, I supposed take, to like Take them out hello, completely. Hello, 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 hello. Do you hear a difference? A little bit, I guess. A little bit. Right. It sounds fuller with my ears behind my, my hands behind my ears. Yeah. So try to take out your earbuds completely because that's the point of the experiment when you put your, yeah. So like talk without and talk with. This is me with. Uh-huh. This is me without. Yeah. Ideally, still speak into your mic so the audience can oh, hear yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to—I was going to speak louder, and then I didn't, and I didn't want to blow out your. And I can't hear, so I can't monitor. But what's that supposed to do? You don't hear the difference. I mean, like I when feel you cup your a ears, a little in. fuller. Yeah, is that what it is? So, like, the theory is that when you cup your ears, the voice that you hear when you speak is closer to the voice that other people are hearing. Yeah. Yeah, I remember witnessing that for the first time and like freaking out. I'm like, "Who's talking? What's what's the? like?" I saw myself on video or something. Yeah, like back when I was a kid, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Have you gotten used to it? So like weird. listening, of course. I think I've now. gotten used to it now. Yeah, like by especially with like I don't know how many hundreds of hours of our voice <laughs> exactly. recorded in this medium. They could definitely deepfake us. Yeah, but like what I was talking, um, I was bringing this up because I recently wore a bucket hat for the first time. <laughs> Like, I, I got it as a gift from uh, uh, I Am Kai, which is uh, my friend Christabel's company. Nice. Um, and I wore this bucket hat. Like I, It was my first time wearing a bucket hat out in the wild. Yeah. And I never realized that when you wear a bucket hat, right, because like, it goes yourself. like that, it blocks the back of your ears. And I was, like, tripping out, like, for the first 10 minutes. Testing. Testing, test. Hello, hey, this is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I tried it again. I just never realized that that was a consequence of wearing bucket hats. That makes sense. And it's like all these, all these, you know, street ke- kids. Yeah. <laughs> street Those rats. Street kids. Yes, Aladdin's, the Aladdin's of the world. <laughs> wearing bucket themselves. hats. Yeah, they can all hear themselves. They can hear their voices as other people hear them, and that must be strange. Wow. Yeah. It's a cool hat. It's it cool very K-poppy. Yeah. It's. I. I don't think. Um, I don't think bucket hats fit me, or they don't suit me. I, th- I believe my head is too big for a bucket hat. Right. I think the whole thing of a bucket hat is like you know it's a big old hat and like it's oversized and there's the style to it. But like this one's extra oversized because my head is gigantic. Yeah. So it just makes me look like a lamp. So this one generally fits you. It fits me. Yes, yeah, it fits me just fine. Yeah, Not now because I'm wearing headphones, but like I look like a lamp. <laughs> okay, I kind of see it. Yeah. yeah. Just, wait, hold on. Let me take a photo of that. Let me see the lamp again. Yeah. I just, I, I look like a, 
like a like a like a like a very tall lamp. So bucket hats, not a look for me. That's what I learned in the last twenty four hours. Yeah, but if you need to like emergency hear yourself, yes. I'm not sure how the song sounds. Wait. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. Um. Well, I've been up since like six thirty. Why would I'm you do that? Caffeinated. And you know, it's I don't. I'm not sure. It's a thing that's been happening lately. If I sleep before two a.m., I wake up around the realm of seven thirty. I think hell? yesterday because I slept around twelve thirty. Yeah. One. So like, my body's used to just six hours or whatever. I woke up like a lot earlier. Um, Dude, I was almost still up at. The, I'm completely the opposite. My, yeah. I was almost still up at that time. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I've been sleeping. You know, not early, but early for for our standards. Yeah, but less. That's the, the main thing is you're sleeping less. I don't think so. I think I'm sleeping a pretty decent Six amount. Hours? I, mean, I, I think I'm sleeping a pretty decent amount, but I find like I, I'm not staying up till like four or five as much. Yeah, I I did that a lot for like most of last year and a right, lot of right. the start of this year. Um, doing it a lot less recently. That's good though. Um, yeah, the days are, are you still napping though? Not recently, no. But the days are fuller. I feel like I've all, my my days like pretty much done already <laughs> that's pretty great <laughs> even though it's like 2 p.m um yeah I, I know this is gonna sound like really dumb to most people but it's like because most people have functioning normal lives yeah, they're like <laughs> well, slightly early but <laughs> but yeah like i woke up at like 6 30 left the house at like 7 15 ish found a place to do some work and like yeah just you know real normie stuff <laughs> pretty good See, my thing is the backwards because, like, I'm just so stressed out. A little and, closer like, to the mic. Oh, sorry. Come on, it's like 168 episodes. <laughs> and I'm really eating it. Um, I, like, I think it. for me, it's like I'm like because I've just been over overworked and tired. It's just like the only time I really get peace and quiet when like my phone's not going off and no one needs to talk to me. I'm not. I get that, in person yeah. talking to people is like late at night. Oh, you know why? That's my... I think I've been a bit more free recently. Like, I've been. I, I'm still like. I have a lot of things to do, but none of these things involve me having to, like, actively be there. Right, that's great. It's more of just, like, I need to, like, make sure that this thing is done and make sure that this thing is done. Like, you know, like, right. the production on this song, and I'm overseeing that. And, like, the renovation of this place, and I'm overseeing that. But I'm not actually, like, building the place or yeah, anything yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. So it's, I'm not, like, it's things that take up my mind and, like, I have to spend time doing it. Yeah. But it's not, like, a gig. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. so like I, I'm, I, I've been doing a lot less of that recently, and I think that's why, because I, I'm, I'm exactly the same way. You know, if I spend too much time out in the wild interacting with people and doing things, yeah. the nighttime is, you know, yeah, my time. I'm like maxed the out. Nighttime is the right time. Hey, and like uh, it's and, and and like I'll sleep when the sun is just about to rise. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm, th- I'm there. It's exactly where I am. Yeah, I'm just, I just feel so relaxed. I can just chill. My mind can just take a break what have you been doing late at night uh playing some civ 6 oh yeah a little bit that's so it's <laughs> Back so relaxing it again. it's so relaxing but also like i just put on a dumb movie something i've seen before and just right. watch it like i'm making my way through disney plus mm. nathan in the past week i've watched five hockey movies five all mighty ducks three mighty ducks the three mighty ducks then I, it just they were just like we suggest we we suggest this for you and can i just say first of all my Ducks is awesome. It's very fun. It's very light. It has quite a good uh, message behind it. It's I a by-the-numbers it. sports movie. I support all yeah. All sports movies are by-the-numbers, and the numbers are good. Yeah. like They, don't they, they, they only end one of two ways. Either they win, or they don't, and they learn a valuable lesson. Exactly. That's how all of them go. Mm-hmm. And it's great. And it's yeah. all about camaraderie and working for each other and being and a the team. the coach dies at some point. Uh, possibly. <laughs> yeah. So I watched The Three Mighty Ducks. Then afterwards... 
Um, I watched Miracle with Kurt Russell about uh-huh. the U.S. national team beating the Russians or whatever. Uh-huh. And then what is low-key one of my favorite movies that no one, I think, ever knows of, but it's Low-key fantastic. next series upcoming. Oh, looking forward to that. <laughs> but uh, on the on the download, this movie called Mystery Alaska. Have you heard of this movie? Uh, Mystery Alaska? That's what it's called. No. It stars... Is it about s- snow dogs? No. It's about, a, uh, it's about a city in Alaska called Mystery. Mm-hmm. And they're like super into their hockey. Like mm-hmm. that's their whole thing. And then they play the New York Rangers. Like a uh, very famous hockey team comes to play them. And it's all about the town and stuff. And the cast is ridiculous. It's so good. Right. It's like Russell Crowe pre-Gladiator. Mm-hmm. Playing an Alaskan guy. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> and like the rest of the cast is filled out from people like, oh, I know that guy. I know that guy. I know mm-hmm. that guy. That kind of deal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a great movie. It's so good. It's like adult Mighty Ducks. I haven't watched a sports movie in quite a long time. I can't remember the last one I watched. Like, what are your, like, S-tier, oh, yeah? like, sports Easy. movies? Mystery Alaska, I think, goes up there. Okay. For sure, Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans mm. is on the top of that tier. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I should say Rocky, but I'm not that into them. Does Rocky I, count? Rocky counts. I like Rocky as a piece of cinema. Right. You know, as a sports movie, it's, you know, it's all right. Yeah. Like, I, I can't say that it does the same thing. Because, like, I feel like most sports movies make me want to, like, kick open a window and, like, fly into yeah. the air. Yeah. Like, Rocky is more, like, when I watched Rocky, I didn't really have that feeling. It was more of, like, huh, this is really interesting cinema. Yeah, I can empathize with him. Like, it was mostly, like, I appreciated the looseness of it. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know if you've seen it recently, but it's a very loose movie. It's cause, and, 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 like, apparently, like, Sylvester Stallone wrote the script He wrote it. Himself. It's great. It's a great script. Like, the yeah. dialogue's really good. But it's a very simple script. And, and the way that it's shot, the way that the actors interact with each other, the way that it's paced, mm. I don't know what other word to describe it other than loose. It's loose. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's not, it's not overly formulaic. Yeah, like, it doesn't feel... It almost doesn't feel like a movie. Yeah. You know, weirdly so. Like, it almost just feels like a very... As ridiculous as it is to say about a Sylvester Stallone movie, very slice of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little yeah. Ca- it's a character piece, right? Yeah, uh, which is amazing. So yeah. yeah, it probably goes up there. I, I would say. Mm-hmm. But and, and what is like the 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 lowest of the low? Like the, the, probably the Airbud Seven or something. Come on, I've only I haven't actually seen one. Yeah, I, but it's like dogs playing sports. How bad can it be? Pretty bad. My lowest tier, ironically, is another Sylvester Stallone sports movie. Um, with De Niro. Is it a ball the, the boxing one, movie with the, the one where he fights I've never De Niro. seen that. Grudge match. I just remember seeing the poster. I'm like, that's fake. Those bodies aren't real. <sighs> no, I mean, the bodies in the movie are real. The bodies in the poster, maybe not. But, like, it was one of those things where it's like, it could have been much better than it actually was. Mm. Because it was, you know, Rocky versus... Um, what was De Niro? Uh, Don Corleone, <laughs> young Don. Cor- was it? What was the name of his boxing movie? Uh, Raging Bull. Raging Bull. Yes, there yes, we go. Yes. It was Rocky versus the oh, Raging yeah. Bull. You know, yeah, it was duh. like supposed to be this ultimate showdown in like an alternate universe. Not really, but you know, it it could have been a lot better. But like, I I I distinctly remember that movie being like the the my turning point in like how I view Robert De Niro as an actor. Yeah. Like, before that, he was Robert De Niro. You know, he was, like, crazy, famous, very respected actor who mm-hmm. occasionally talked about milking men's nipples. Yeah, that took you a know? weird turn in his career when he but, started doing those movies. But it was still pretty fun. Yeah. But, like, Grudge Match specifically was the one where I was like, oh, this feels 
strange. This feels like he's doing like like he's putting very minimal effort into this. <laughs> like, like it was when I started because it came out quite a long time ago. Yeah. When I watched this movie, I w- I started to understand the concept of like actors doing movies for money. Right. You know, I was like, oh, this is what it looks like. But De Niro's not even one for them, one for me. Unless he's just like relaxing and just wants to do these dumb things. He's just like one for them, one for them, one for them. I think he's done like two movies now that involve him being like a crazy grandpa. I think that's his whole career now. Mm-hmm. Ever since Meet the Fuckers. Meet mm-hmm. the Meet the Parents. Yeah. Yeah. Can you throw me a tissue real quick? I suppose. All stuffed up. Yeah. But yeah, there's also little giants. Like I'm trying I'm trying to hit I, I feel like I want to give a, like a Mount Rushmore of all the different sports. What's Little Giants? Little Giants is a football movie starring Rick Moranis and uh uh Ed O'Neill and a bunch <laughs> of children. Oh. Oh wait. I feel like I've seen this like Ages ago, it's replaying so on like Cinemax or something. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when like Rick Moranis was still making movies yeah. and not getting punched on the streets. Must have been one of his last movies, actually. Yeah, because mm. it was like ninety five, around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. It's about a ragtag group of kids who come together, and make the little giants. Right. I guess like the last sports movie, not really a movie that I watched was Last Dance, and that was. Oof. Oh, that's so good. Oof. That's like stuck in my brain. That's so good. Yeah, but I can't. I genuinely can't remember the last. I'm looking at a list of sports movies right now. Yeah, eh, haven't seen any of them. You should of recent sports movies. I haven't seen any of these except for um, Dango, the Bollywood wrestling movie. Have you what? Seen no, oh, you haven't seen. <laughs> Sorry, that? I was kind of shocked there for a second. Oh well, like it's not literally like you know they wrestled and they danced. No, it's like a it's a movie made in India yeah. about wrestling, um, like. WWE wrestling? No, okay. like 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 on the sand Olympic wrestling. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. It's it's a it's a long one. I believe it's on Netflix. Yeah, it is on Netflix. It's about a, a a a a a a like a dad who trains his daughters. Like he he want he wanted a son, but they got daughters instead, and then like trains them to be professional wrestlers. And interesting. Da 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 da. Um. Very long movie. I watched it like seven years ago, and I can't recall a lot about it, but. Good. <laughs> is it like, are they going for like a real serious piece of cinema kind of film? Um, it, the tone of it was... Um, is it wacky? Are there hijinks? There's a little hijinks. Yeah. It's a little serious. It's, it's really hard to like, for, for me to place a lot of like m- movies, especially when it's with a culture that I'm very unfamiliar with. Right. You know, like it's hard for me to like categorize a Thai movie. Sure, sometimes because like it it skirts this weird line of like comedy and drama and like there's different techniques and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the tone, you know. Like yeah, I feel yeah. like a lot of I can only speak for Asian cinema because to be honest, I ignore most like Scandinavian and Fuck European them. cinema. <laughs> like Fuck I don't them. watch their pale any of skin. Those. Yeah, okay. You know, like those movies where like they say like seven lines in the whole thing, and it's mostly just like vistas of norway i haven't <laughs> seen any of those movies the, the, um, the force majeure have you seen that one that was a good movie yeah no and let the right one in those are the two scandinavian movies that are fucking awesome oh i've seen let the right one in yeah I like that. um but yeah dango it's um i would say it's like actiony like with little bits of fame a little bits of drama mm. it's a long movie so they need to like pack in as many genres as possible yeah, i think right. it's like three hours long sounds about right yeah that's standard right for a bollywood movie very yeah yeah Bang for your buck over there, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny. There's like three movies that are the same movie, that are football movies. There's Little Giants. Uh, I'm trying to remember. The Replacements and Necessary Roughness. Like, they all have the exact same, like, story. Isn't that it's like really all weird. sports movies, though? No, but like, literally there's like this one gag where like a foot, uh, the wide receiver can't catch a ball, so they put sticky stuff on his hands. They make that gag in all three movies, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. 
It's weird. Like literally, I'm like, this is a remake. They ran out of ideas. They ran out of ideas. There's Happy Gilmore too. That's golf movies. Fucking golf. That sports movie. No. Yeah. Or I think it just about gets it. It's weird that there's a movie about every sports. Like the other day, like last week, I think I watched Battle of the Sexes, which was a pretty cool movie. Yeah, but there's tons Steve of tennis Carell. movies. Wimbledon's good. I like Wimbledon. Are there any curling movies? If there isn't, we have to make it. I'm surprised that no comedians have tackled it yet. It feels like there's a Will Ferrell movie. Yeah, right. I feel like there's, it's somewhere there. Like, like, like either Will Ferrell or Will Arnett have like made that movie. Both of them for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, surely it was like in development. They were like, ah, eh, never mind. Curling movie, and like the main character's name is Curly. You know, um, and Cur- <laughs> no, it's like Curly and Ling, like a Chinese. Uh, well, yeah, okay, no, fine. There have been figure skater. There have been yeah. movies and shows made about it. Right. Uh, there's one called King Curling. Right. There's one called uh, uh, Men with Brooms. Sure. There's one called Curling for Einstadt. Um, yeah. These sound boring. Like, <laughs> even for the titles alone, they sound boring. I don't know. Um, my favorite sports movie yeah. that I can think of off the top of my head, Dodgeball. Yeah, that's a good one. I really want to rewatch that. Dodgeball's a good like, one. Like, I miss... I really miss that era of comedy. Like, I feel like... Like, mid noughties kind of... Yeah, like, I feel like they don't make comedies like that anymore. Like, where they're just dumb. You know? I feel yeah. like a lot of comedies now, they feel like they need to say something important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they need to have, like, some kind of social message, which, you know, power to them and everything. It's just... Or they have to make some kind of commentary on, like, what it's like to be young. Yeah. Or, you know, or, like, the like, like social media or some shit like that. Like, it's it's never just, like... Just silly. Dodgeball yeah. or Little Nicky. But even Dodgeball is, like... It's, it's, again, it's a sports movie, so don't count the little guy out is always the thing, right? Going against the man, the main I guess corporation, like totally, or whatever. Yeah. You know? Like, movies in the... Like, comedies in the mid-2000s were just sillier. Mm. Like, less... Concerned with nuance, yeah, and more concerned with like how hard that guy's balls were hit. <laughs> Not saying that's sure. funny. I just miss it. It is what it is. <laughs> like, what do we watch? I watched the uh, American Pickle. Oh, the one with Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen and Seth Rogen. Any good? It's it's okay, yeah. but the message is pretty funny. The message is basically like uh, Brooklyn today. If someone from two hundred years ago, a, a Jewish immigrant from like two hundred years ago, woke up in Brooklyn today, he would fit right in. Like that's the message, <laughs> right? No, and there's more to it than that. It's actually pretty deep, but it's 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 okay. Right. Simon Rich, the guy who did uh Yeah. I forgot what he wrote, but he wrote an SL for a while and a couple of different things. He's a good writer. Right. Super hard left turn, but speaking about Hit Jew- it. speaking about Jewish people. Hit it. Um I recently also educated myself about the Israeli Palestinian conflict. Yeah, interesting, right? What 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 made you do that? Um the recent news about the attack on the Palestinian mosque yeah, yeah. that happened like two days ago. Al Aqsa. It's yeah. like it's like the mosque. Yeah. You're basically attacking the Vatican. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to understand it, I guess, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I I was similar to you where I <laughs> had this very glancing vague, idea yeah. of like, I know it has something to do with like land and ancient land and religion and something like that, but I wasn't sure what the specifics were. And I, mm-hmm. I just had no idea, like, how could a conflict last this long? And I guess the main thing I wanted to know is whose fault is it that it's lasted this Jeez. long? Yeah. There's no simple answer to that question, of course. <laughs> Um, but wow, man! Crazy, like, right? It's insane. Like, I, I I won't go too deep into it here because if if you know, you know; if you don't, you don't, right? And I we, I don't think we have time to really like parse it all out. Sure. But um, 
what hit me the most is just that I, I, no matter how much I read, no matter what thoughts I had about it, no matter what thoughts I had about the actions of either side, mm-hmm. um, I knew that I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't possibly be in a place to judge the actions of either side, because I don't understand. Okay, let me let me figure this out. Okay, so. It, I think it's f- kind of fair to say that a lot of the conflict is um, has become race based, although it it started in uh, it started in more of like a this is our rightful land kind of place. I mean, I think the two are very similar, like land and race. It's kind of like yeah, exactly. So it's, your it's, race doesn't belong in our yeah, land. Yeah, like the conflict kind of is very much like racial in the sense that like a lot of uh, the the West Bank is like split into sections Religious. of like. Yeah, uh, and like, you know, only Israelis here, only Palestinians here. Like, it's very much like a racial thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that I, ca- I just can't understand it because the racism that I grew up with, I can't speak for you, but the racism yeah, yeah, yeah. that I grew up with is a very different flavor of racism. The yeah, racism yeah, yeah. that I grew up with was based more on, like, rhetoric and old views. And, like, it was rarely based on, like, anything real it was mostly i this is speaking from from my experience like yeah. i felt when growing up the racism that um how do i say this the racism that uh i not experienced myself but the racism that was taught to me i guess mm-hmm. the racism that was permeated through the people around me yeah that you were was um very easy to break down and rise above because yeah. it was not it's tangible. very easy to mature out of. Yeah, because yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. tangible. It was based on like 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 conjecture almost mm-hmm. and very archaic views. It, it, it never felt like it was based on anything concrete. Yeah, you know. So that so it's very easy for me to say like I reject your racist views, older person, because it's dumb and makes no sense. It's dumb yeah. and makes no sense, and it's very flimsy. Yeah, but when you have religious stuff and like yeah, territory, yeah, it's like, like like I cannot understand the. The, the flavor of racism. It's a whole different level. It's a whole different level. It, feel, it feels like, yeah, racism isn't even the right word. It's like so much more than that. It's a different thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure on both sides, they have so much resentment. I'm sure on both sides, there have been loss of life, personal yeah. or uh, 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 adjacent or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so no matter what, how much I read about this and like, and I, I think about like, what side would I take or like, who's in the right, who's in the wrong, I can't possibly... I, I can't honestly say that if I were on either side, I would feel any different. Yeah. You know, because I just don't understand what it's like to have an enemy. Yeah. Like a real enemy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Living in your neighborhood, too. Yeah. Right next to your neighborhood. Yeah. So it's... It's a scary place. Absolute insanity. And, like, of course, in an ideal world, you want the people or the side with the upper hand to be gracious and, like, you know, give concessions and, you know, let do the morally right thing yeah. in a perfect world. Yeah. Um, but of course, with all of the powers backing Israel and everything, it's very difficult but, to see a way out of that. But it's also like, it's just the simple fact that Israel will never back down at all because they always feel like if we give a little bit, we'll be pushed into the sea. That's like, that's always their thing, right? Yeah. And based off history, it's like not hard to understand why they believe that. But it's like, the stuff they've been doing recently is just brutal. Like it's brutal, weird. brutal, brutal. Um, something ha- I saw something yesterday that was uh, odd. Mm. Uh, there was a Instagram account, a local Instagram account called Left SG, I think, um, and they posted this whole thing about how the Israeli-Palestinian conflict affects us here in Singapore mm-hmm. and how we can affect it 
essentially the BDS movement. Yeah. The boycott. D- 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 what's the D word? Um, d- d- the thing. Uh, <laughs> I need to look this up. Um, <laughs> so this person was talking about the BDS movement, uh, which is the boycott, divestment, and sanctions movement, which is essentially a nonviolent way to... Um, uh, push this Israeli-Palestinian conflict towards the right direction. Because right now, the uh, it's essentially boycotting and divesting from Israeli companies. Mm. Um, and it's something that's been going on since 2017. I know it's something that Ilhan Omar, one, you know that uh, uh, representative? Mm, familiar. Um, the, the, the Somalian uh, U.S. Representative, she wears. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Um, she was. A, she's a huge supporter of that, or like one of the one of its main like pushers. Um, and this person posted this whole thing about the BDS movement and like how to how we can help. You know what to boycott to to to, to like um, essentially cripple the Israeli economy mm-hmm. um, and hopefully get them to. Uh, it's a non-violent way to sure. to possibly end the conflict. It's something similar to how apartheid was ended in South Africa, for example. A lot of boycotts, like a, almost a global boycott that eventually pressured the government into like doing mm. the right thing. Um, so this person posted like you know all these like information and blah blah blah, and it was taken down by Instagram like in less than twenty four hours. By oh okay yeah, and I'm not really sure why. Anti-Semitic? On the grounds that it could be construed <laughs> as anti-Semitic, yeah. Th- but that's kind of, that's kind of like how a lot of people view the BDS. Okay, not a lot, but like I would say the BDS movement is controversial because some people view it as anti-Semitic. Um, but the people that support it are fully in the camp of the BDS movement as a nonviolent solution, and. It is not anti-Semitic. It is for human rights, right? Because, and of course, this is a pro-Palestinian movement. Um, I just found it interesting. Like, why did Instagram remove it? Like, it's not hateful, and it's definitely not. He didn't take it down, or, or the no, no, no. It was like it? it was like Instagram has taken this down due to like uh, something, something community guidelines. Maybe someone reported it. I don't know what. Mm. Um, what is it? BDS? BS? What would you say? BDS. Boycott, divestment, and sanctions. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the, the short description on Wikipedia is the Boycott, Divestment, and Sanctions Movement is a Palestinian-led movement promoting boycotts, divestment, and economic sanctions against Israel. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, interesting. Interesting stuff. Like, I just wasn't sure why Instagram would remove something like that in the first place because it didn't. It wasn't a hateful post. It was more of like, this is what's happening in Israel-Palestine. This is how you can help by boycotting this, this, this. It's a nonviolent way to make sure that um, the people in power hear the voices of the global community. Um, you know, which seems very reasonable. <laughs> it's not mm, like sure. it's not like storm the embassy. You know, like hey, we are the opposite of supporting this, Nathan. You know yeah. why? Why? Because we buy SodaStream. <laughs> but SodaStream was one of the companies that uh, joined the BDS movement, no? Uh, no, they're Israeli. They're an Israeli company, apparently. They're saying, yeah, I just go to bdsmovement.net, and like the main websites are like kind of fucked up. Caterpillar, like the things that they use to knock down buildings, uh-huh. Palestinian homes. Yeah, SodaStream is right up there. HP, apparently. Really? Yeah. I could have sworn I watched the thing where it said SodaStream moved all of its factories out oh, of Israel. Oh, maybe maybe this isn't updated, I guess. Yeah. Like, SodaStream moved all of its factories out of Israel. So when I saw that, I was like, yay! <laughs> 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 like, we are saving money on, on, on Schweppes and 
doing some good, depending on who you ask. <laughs> but it's just so, it's just so complicated, and it and it it gave me like a big old moral dilemma headache. Yeah, you know, like politics makes me feel very helpless sometimes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Best to like, yeah, it exists. It's there. Do what you will with it. But have you started getting into like all the TV shows and stuff about this whole thing? Like, the no, one, the I've one mostly you have to... just been like break, like looking at different. Like, I've been watching news about it over the right. years because, of course, this has gone on for right. like decades. Um, so I've been watching like different reports on it over the years from like different sources, like BBC, Al Jazeera, CNN, independent mm-hmm. things like Vox, whatever it is. Um, Did you watch the Jubilee Middle Ground? That one was really interesting. Yeah, the Jubilee Middle Ground one was very interesting. But it's also when I watched that. I was like, of course the people want it to end, except for that one guy in the suit. Like, (laughs) but he's part of the IDF, so what are you going to do? They're all part of the IDF, yeah. Oh, yeah, true. The one that looked like Alison Brie, right? Yeah, no, every Israeli is part of the IDF. Like, it's it's national service, but for both men and women. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so, like, um, of course, like, the people are against it, and they want to, you know, they want peace and all that, but that's not what this is about. You know, the people, unfortunately, have very little say in this. It, like, Of course, like with most world conflicts, it just feels like government's playing chess with people. Mm, I think this is one where like the people are very, very involved in it. You know what I mean? Like That's what makes this so gnarly. It's not like two governments weren't. It's like the, it's the people. Mm. All Israelis, all Palestinians. I mean, they want peace mm. and stuff, but like... Oh, yeah, that is true. Because know, but, it, there have been attempts at peace and it was derailed by, by like specific acts yeah, done by people, perpetrated by people. It's a very complex thing. Yeah, it's so strange, especially of all the Israeli settlements in West Bank. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, like I, I, I remember seeing a few things about how they don't move there for political reasons. Not really. They just move there because... At first they did, yeah. At no, but like a like, lot of people now, now... they're just like, this is nice, it's yeah. cheaper. <laughs> like a lot of people now, they just move there because population density is low, it's got good schools, yeah. like the government is funding it nicely, which yeah. is also controversial. And you set up, they set up like... Imagine highways with no exits that just goes to one place, just a straight shot to like Jerusalem. It's crazy. It's very, very strange. Yeah. It's a weird Colonialism, place. man. Yeah. It's it weird, weird that I want to visit there, though. I just want to see what it's like. I think my parents went oh, once. Yeah. It, was a, it was like a Christian thing. Oh, they went like a little pilgrimage. I think like isn't that like st- like seven churches tour or something or yeah something like that because like yeah you go to Jerusalem there's like you know it's all the mosques all the temples all the churches there are so like so many holy yeah things there yeah I guess that's what makes this even more complicated yeah like the ancient roots of it exactly I mean that's the root of everything it's like it's fucked up <sighs> and that, now Israel they're trying to push Palestine out of East Jerusalem which is crazy it's a crazy time it's weird that we yeah this is a weird thing to talk about but it's the world we live in. I'm I'm just happy that I'm not happy. I'm just like I I I I like that I have bettered my knowledge in something that has clearly been there for so like, important, right? It's, it's like, so it's important. It's such a big part of our planet. Yeah, you know, and you know, my sheltered ass just needs to get a little bit more educated. Like, all of our sheltered asses could use a bit more um, education. Mm. Um, but yeah, it it really it really makes you appreciate like you know the safety in which you know some of us grow up in. I don't yeah. know about you specifically, listener, but um, you know Singapore has had nary a gunshot. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's 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 nuts. It's yeah. nuts that we're on the same planet. That's a crazy way to look at it, mm-hmm. man. Speaking of epic conflicts, um, you've been following this f- uh, 
Jake Paul Floyd Mayweather thing. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> he took his hat, Nathan. Yeah. He took his cap right off his head. Yeah. What the fuck? Do you um, think it was fake? First of all, do you think it was fake? Um I'm torn. I don't think it was fake. I believe it well actually. I don't know. Okay, so here's what I know about the story. Um, Logan Paul is fighting Floyd Mayweather. For those of you that don't know, Floyd Mayweather is a 50-0 professional boxer. Possibly the I mean, he's got to be one he's of the, the greatest goat. of all time. He's yeah. the GOAT. He's Him like, and Ali, right? In, in terms of boxing, he is the current GOAT. Um, uh, there's some argument of Canelo. He just fought, and he was pretty great. Um, but he's definitely one of the best of, one of, the best of all time. Um, and he's fighting YouTuber Logan Paul. During their press conference, um, at some point after the press conference, Jake Paul and um, the brother, younger yeah. brother of Logan, Logan Paul, Paul, confronted Mayweather. They had a little bit of a tussle. Jake Paul stole his hat, said, got your hat, and he ran and, and then like got a, like completely like just like... Like a child. Yeah, and, and started getting be, uh, 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 just ganged on. Um, but what makes it a little bit fishy is literally within the hour of that happening... Jake Paul changed his Twitter profile to Gotcha Hat. He put up a website of jakepaul.com. Wait, who is it? Gotcha who's fighting? Is it Logan Paul or Jake Paul? I was getting Logan is fighting. The older right. one is fighting. Jake Paul's the one that did the hat thing. Oh, my God. Okay. And then uh, right like within the hour, Jake Paul put up like a whole website of like, you know, Gotcha Hats and like a merch store of Gotcha Jesus Hats. Christ. And this was within the hour. So I highly doubt that his team is that efficient that within the hour of something like that happening, there is merch for it already. <laughs> um, so it had to be, it, uh, it had to be pre-planned. Yeah. Whether it was pre-planned on both sides is um, a toss-up. Because, you know, how did he know that Floyd was going to show up in a hat? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Con- conspiracy! Wait, how did he know Floyd's going to show up in a hat? I mean, like, maybe historically Floyd always shows up in hats <laughs> during press conferences. I don't Possibly. know. Possibly. <laughs> uh, I also don't don't discount the Paul brothers just being so fucking weirdly entrepreneurial that they can get something like that up so yeah, quickly. Yeah, that quickly? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... Okay, like, here's my thinking about it. Because the majority of people are saying that this is, like, disrespecting uh, the sport of boxing. It is uh, extremely low and Mayweather is like, you know, he's lost I mean, all the respect and all that. That's what the Paul brothers are. Yeah. Or or he knocks them out in five seconds and puts an end to these stupid Paul brothers. That's what no, I'm but see, like, I, of course he's going to fucking destroy yeah. Logan Paul. Who are you kidding? But, <laughs> but, like, I'm talking about how most people are viewing this event. Yeah. They see it as, like, an insult to the world of boxing. And that, that the event know, exists at all. And that they've lost the respect for Floyd May- Mayweather. I don't understand that because from my point of view, Floyd Mayweather, one of the greatest fighters of all time, he's in his mid-40s right now. Why the hell would he endanger his reputation by getting into an actual real professional fight of a professional boxer? Yeah, yeah. Why would he damage his legacy? Well, he's retired, right? Yeah, more or less. He's been retired since before the McGregor fight. Yeah, the the Pacquiao fight probably was his last. Mm -hmm. Last official fight. Like, why would he damage his reputation and risk it his 50 and O reputation. Yeah. Why would he risk it if he can just fight one of the Paul brothers and make even more money? Yeah. You know, and and have a guaranteed win. Like I don't think that I wonder what he's saying. Yeah. It's you know, it just makes it makes sense to me, especially because you know, the sport of boxing is kind of 
it's kind of dead, a little bullshitty. Yeah. You know, like it's it's not like um, MMA where there are very set organizations that have their own rosters and they and they and they plan the 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 fights very systematically. Boxing is a messy ass sport. Uh-huh. There's a lot of different divisions. There's like fifteen thousand belts flying around. It's very difficult to centralize it, and like it's it's very much at the behest of financial interest. A lot of people believe a lot of fights are rigged and planned and. and and handpicked and all of that. So it's a very... A lot of... Most people have kind of stepped away from the sport of boxing, and it's no longer the mainstream success that it used to be in the 80s and 90s. Um, the Mike Tyson and Ali days are definitely done. I mean, I really feel like it's just MMA is kind of just taking all the fans. Yeah, but it's also because of the delegitimization of the sport of boxing yeah. over the decades. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the Paul brothers are saving it. Paul brothers <laughs> are saving boxing straight up because why do Hot people... Take. Not a hot take, a very take. a very normal take. Like, why do people tune in to watch fights? Because they want to watch someone get their ass kicked. Sure. And how much more satisfying is it to watch someone that you hate get their ass kicked? And the Paul brothers understand this perfectly. Floyd Mayweather understands this perfectly. Mm-hmm. The both of them, both parties, understand this so, so, so well. And they're essentially just making money off of that very human concept <laughs> of like, people want to watch people get their ass kicked. Let's make it someone really hateable. Let's like build up the hate, build up the disrespect, make sure everyone wants to destroy this person like in their fantasies and like tune in to watch this person get beat up. It's disgusting and advantageous and almost like predatory on the human psyche, but it makes them money. So, you know. Yeah. And it and to a certain extent it revives interest in the sport of boxing that we'll was not there before. We'll happens. You know, who was talking about boxing in like the early 2010s? Yeah, exactly. Everyone's talking about it now. It's Filipino fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's weird. It's just a weird thing. What a weird world. I don't get it. It makes sense to me. What didn't make sense to me was the last event, the one where Jake Paul fought Ben Askren. That was like a weird... That was weird. <laughs> I, think, I, think, weird. I think we spoke about this before. Anyway, yeah, a little so, yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, all righty. So, I got into a really bad car accident. Hey! Talk <laughs> about burying the lead. <laughs> he did. He, a couple days ago, Nathan just yeah. sent us a photo. Like, this yeah. is what happened. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I, I, I was going to talk about it early in the episode, but we got distracted. We got so distracted. Um, so, yeah. This happened about four days ago. Mm-hmm. About there. And, and we actually haven't really talked about this. No, not at so. all. Not at all. <laughs> we saved it for the podcast. Saved it for the pod. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, I, 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 you know, I don't think I was at a risk of almost dying because of the circumstances of the crash, which I'll get into. But I was definitely at the risk of getting very severely injured. Sure. <laughs> you know. Um, but here's what happened. I was driving on the PIE mm-hmm. um, on the Sims Avenue exit. Mm-hmm. And as I was driving... There's a little bit of traffic. Um, I came to a stop before the car in front of me. And I'll admit this here now. I did not come to the slowest of stops. I didn't jam my brake, but it was one of those, like, you know, I didn't realize that that, that car was going to stop so early. Right, right, right. So it was kind of like a, uh, oop, stop, eh, a yeah. little bit. So not like a full-on, like, screech, yeah, but yeah, more yeah. of like a, oop, pop. Like yeah. a, that kind of stop. Yeah, yeah. Stopped uh, with, like, a good distance you know the regular like two three meter distance whatever it is from the car in front Mm -hmm. three seconds later (laughs) rear ended by a lorry yeah hit the car in front of me 
that car like kind of gets uh, hit to the side because yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like my center hitting that car's like back right side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was on the rightmost lane of the exit, and then my car gets hit into the divider. Oh shit! Yeah, so it was kind of like a one, two, three kind of like hit. It's so fucking loud too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's the scary part, just how fucking loud it is. It was really, it was really, really loud. Yeah. Um, the impact was pretty nuts. I legitimately just didn't know what happened. Yeah. I can describe this all to you right now because I watched the dash cam footage after. I watched the dash cam footage like once the report was filed. In of your car? Like you, it's had the rear view as well? It has a rear view? I had front and rear. Yeah. Um, and I watched the dash cam footage um, only like a few hours later and I could see what happened. But between the accident and then, I had no idea what happened and mm-hmm. I was really mm-hmm. kind of scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was really scared that I that was my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really, really fucking scared because here's the thing. Because I was hit from behind, yeah. and that made me hit the car in front. Like I know that in terms of like car accidents and everything, the one at the back is always going to get yeah. Um, they there, have to pay out the was, insurance. It's their the fault. fault. Yeah. So like, it, I was honestly a little bit scared of like, fuck, did I like cause this accident? Like, did I hit the car in front, and then because of that, the car behind me hit uh, the the car hit me, um, and that was freaking me out for a good few hours right sure, after sure, the accident. Sure. But thank goodness that wasn't the case. But, but no one was hurt, right? Let's just no, okay, yeah, sorry, at to all, be clear, right? Nobody was hurt. Nobody in front of me was hurt. Nobody behind me was hurt. But the car is totaled, I'm guessing? Yeah, the car I was in was completely fucked. Yeah. Um, is this the white car? The worst part was that it's it was a, a new car. Oh, it's a new car? Yeah, my mom recently switched cars, and that was the car. And it was sandwiched between a lorry, oh, another shit. car, and a divider. So it was Yeah, but again, at least you're safe, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Thank goodness everyone was safe. But here's, uh, man... So many parts about this. Let me figure out where to start. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't proud of how I reacted. You know? Fuck you. Fuck you. No, fuck no, you. no. It's your fault. Fuck you. No, no, no. 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 Okay. <laughs> I, I know I'm not that guy. I'm not the difficult person. And thankfully, I'm, uh, uh, um, I'm happy to say that nobody was an asshole about this. Yeah, that's good. Everyone was like very chill. Yeah. Um, but I essentially... I I I I I did not react. I had no. I just. You were like I, in shock. I, I was in shock. Yeah. Why are you? Why, why are you not proud? Of, who cares? It was <laughs> like, just that, that you know, sense. like you would like to think that in like a high pressure situation, you would rise above and like you know really like take take control of the situation, like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, you know, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. I was silent for like the next 15, 20 minutes. For like from the impact, I think I said like fuck twice or something and then Whoa. nothing. I was silent. Whoa. I stepped out of the car. All I could do was kind of like gesture, you know, okay, mm, you okay, like back of the thing, you okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I knew that I had to take pictures. Yeah. And I knew that I had to give somebody my IC or driver's license or something. So I was literally, so I, I did that before stepping out of the car. I took out my phone, I took out my driver's license, and I was just kind of like, Walking around the accident scene like a like a fucking like deer in the headlights oh. and just like uh, you, you, uh <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> you want this? Like, like, how long before the cops arrived? I'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah. So I was just I couldn't say words. I was really just like mm-hmm, you, you're right. No, nah. I I couldn't really talk to anybody. I just couldn't bring myself to like make of course thoughts. Of course, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. About two, three minutes later, my legs start to feel a, little, a bit wobbly. Oh. My head gets a little bit light. 
And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not okay. I need to like sit down. Oh man. And were you like I, afraid you had like a concussion or something? I don't know what the That's fuck scary. I had. Yeah. So I sat down by the highway. Mm-hmm. Um, sat down by the side. Um, and I proceed to have full body sweats, <laughs> like head to toe. Yeah. Like even though I just went from an air conditioned car to like slowly climbing out of it to sitting down on on the sidewalk, you know, no physical exertion at all. And I am full body, just like profusely sweating. Again, that sounds totally normal to me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is a panic attack. Like this is a straight up panic attack. And it was, you know, it's it's, it's always very fun and not fun. It's always very interesting when your body experiences a new feeling. Yeah, I I feel you. I'm like, oh, when when I have panic attacks, I'm like, oh, look, a panic attack. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, ah, this is what this feels like. (laughs) This sucks. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was useless. I was not a useful person. Um, here's the crazy thing. Mm. So when the accident happened, um, it was under. I'm, I'm going to assume that the listeners don't know Singapore, so I'm not going <laughs> to get into the specifics. But as I am exiting the, the the accident happens on the exit yeah. of the high, of the highway. Um, once it happens, there happens to be this guy who is driving on the highway. Sees the accident from across the divider. Yeah. Parks his car on the road shoulder. Okay. Steps out of his car. He's with his wife. Yeah, Both yeah. of them jump over the divider and run to the accident yeah. to come and help. Yeah. Both of them are insurance agents oh. that own a car workshop oh. and a car rental company. Wild. Yeah. And he literally... Were they just like, hit business? Essentially, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, really. Like, And, and so they ran... But, you know, not in, like, a skeevy way. Yeah, in, like, like, a way that, you know... It, this is your, our purpose. That's your job. Yeah, 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 And this... And you just ran into a thing that encompasses your job. Um, so, you know, they came to, to to the accident scene, asked, you know, everyone's okay, everyone's okay. I'm just kind of like... Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, do you need water, everything, everything okay? Um, they immediately asked the lady in front, are you insured with this company? And then they also asked me, are you insured with this company? Both of us say yes. With their company, you mean? With uh, the uh, the, one the they work specific, for? yeah. Um, Whoa! And both of our cars happen to be insured of this company. Um, I noticed he didn't ask the guy behind because I think it's a lorry. I think he knew that like that car is the one that we're gonna claim from because uh, of the nature of the yeah, accident. Yeah, yeah. Um, and immediately he was just like taking control of the situation because his wife also is like they work together. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're like some weird superhero team. Strange. <laughs> Very specific. Yeah. And then he was like, immediately, okay, okay, is your car drivable? Not to me, but the woman in front. Is your yeah. car drivable? Okay, okay, go first, go first, go first. Because if there's a three-car accident, too many cars, if we leave it here for too long, the LTA will come, the police will come, authorities will get involved. Because no one is injured, just leave now. If anyone, really? is, Yeah, and, but, but he made sure to ask at first, like, is anybody hurt at all? Yeah. Because if anybody was hurt, then call the ambulance. And then you're going to get the authorities involved. And then I guess that makes his job a little bit more complicated. But okay. because nobody was injured, he immediately told the lady to drive off. He said, okay, my wife will go with you and she will take the report. Um, you can drive to wherever you're going. Go to your appointment. My wife will call the tow truck and tow your car from, where you're go- from your appointment to our workshop. Mm. And then he also just told Laurie to like you know get the details and go yeah yeah to avoid um, LTA or the police coming or whatever. Wow, this seems weird. 
efficient. You know? Yeah, but it seems wrong somehow. <laughs> I know. It's, it's very strange. Um, of course, my car is just total, Fucked, so it can't right? move. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and, and, you know, conveniently, it was smashed to the divider, so it was pretty out of out the way of traffic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we just kind of wait there for the next 15, 20 minutes, and I'm just in this state of, like, ah, what the fuck? fuck is happening who are you what is this like what is happening like is this a dream like what is happening i just wasn't sure but thank goodness this guy was there because essentially like like i described before i was a useless wreck yeah he called the tow truck Mm -hmm. um he uh drove me to the workshop where the where it was what what time is it was this this quite late at night right seven no not that late seven twenty yeah um drove me to the workshop and filed the report for me, did all the things, mm-hmm. and then also gave a replacement car because he owns a rental agency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You felt okay to drive right after that? Well, no, I had to call my dad down because the car was under his name. Right. So he had to sign a bunch of things, and then I wasn't going to fucking touch a car right after, so he drove and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but um, have you driven since? Yes. Yeah, that whole thing of like you should drive uh, like the next day or something. Yeah, I've driven two days after. Yeah, or else you'll never drive again. Yeah, maybe. Like it was, it was. I definitely woke up the next day with like a little shakes, um, but it's mostly done. Anyway, yeah, it was just very, very strange for like my very first major car accident mm. as a driver. Mm. For it to all just kind of work out. <laughs> I mean, not, of course, not work out. You know, I, I'm sure there are yeah, some yeah, repercussions yeah, yeah. for, sure, for, for sure. glory behind, and I'll get into that again later. But holy shit! Like, I feel like I just like used up all of my good karma, <laughs> and I need to go like clean up a beach or some shit and rebuild <laughs> that and stuff. Um, did, you, did your airbag go off? Weirdly, no. Yeah. Even though the back was completely just like ass fuck. I guess you didn't need it though. I didn't need it, no. So like, I guess like I'm just I just marvel at the amazing uh, safety standards of. First of all, I'm happy. Like I've processed this. You know, it's been a couple of days. I've known for a while. So if I don't, if I don't sound like I'm shocked, it's like it's because of that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm happy you're alive. But it's just it's crazy that like uh, and unhurt, I should say. Uh, it's crazy that what modern cards can do with like the crumple zones and all that yeah. stuff. And this was, I guess, like a lucky, lorry. And this was also another lucky thing. New car. Yeah. New car. I'm guessing new technology. Yeah. Um, extra safe. It was a Lexus, um, but because it was a new car, that like that was the very first thing that I thought of after the crash. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> it was like this car is like not even a month old. Can you edit the footage into the "I'm Fine" video? I feel like that's a waste. Oh, Jesus Christ! I don't even dare to rewatch that footage. Like, oh really? I no, don't okay. even. I've watched it once because I just needed to know, know what, what exactly happened. happened. Yeah. I don't want to see that shit again. Sure. Like, fair ever enough. Again. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like especially the back view. Because oh, yeah. the front That's view, scary. the front view is really just like you know, see yourself move. I just see myself like hit the car in front and then get hit into the divider. Yeah. But the back, the back view, it was pretty much a lorry smashing into me at a pretty decent speed. Yeah, I, it, it sucks, but it was tailgating me, unfortunately. And I, I guess like, tailgating have, is bad. Yeah, I guess it didn't have time to stop because there was traffic in front and just didn't have time to stop. And it just like like you could like, could you guys not see the traffic in front of the car in front of you? Um, yeah. No, it wasn't that. I think it was because I stopped on time. Yeah. And generally, you know, in case you don't drive, why you want to keep a distance in front of you yeah, is so that, that if should anything happen, yeah, you have time should, to react. You have time to react. And I think the car in front of me stopped a little quickly, and then that made me stop like a little 
more quickly. You know, yeah. it's a chain reaction. Was it just traffic in the highway? Was yeah. it, or were you on the exit? Okay. Exit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But well, not it wasn't traffic. Like it was just it was like moving cars in a row. You know, right, like right. but we weren't jammed up or anything. If that was if it was a, if it was a jam, the lorry wouldn't have smashed into yeah, me. That's why it's weird. I'm trying to picture the yeah yeah. Um, is it like okay? So I get not to make you relive it, but like. So the rear view camera, you just see like it gets engulfed by the lorry. Is that basically what it is? Like the view disappears. It was. It wasn't so much engulfed. It was almost like um, a ricochet, almost wow. like a ping pong kind. Oh, ping pong, like, like a pinball kind of situation. Goes. It was like a hit, and then you immediately see like the 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 the, the car just kind of get a distance from the lorry and get smashed Whoa. into everything else. I guess I don't really know. I the details are fuzzy still. Yeah, yeah. I just needed to know that I didn't. Like cause it, sure, you know, um, but then here's another thing that is adjacently related, and then it will it'll, it will go into a different topic. Um, the car that hit me was Lori. Mm-hmm. Immediately, my first thought was, "Holy shit!" Like that was a really hard hit. Mm. I really hope no one was in the back of that Lori. Yeah, because we just talked about this last episode yeah, 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 yeah. of like foreign workers being stuffed in the back of lorries. So it was one of those kind of cars. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And a 10-footer lorry with like an open back and everything. And like my very first thought, uh, my second thought after like, fuck, new car. My second thought was like, oh, fuck, that was a lorry. Mm. I really hope like people went back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like some shit went down. Yeah. You know, just like the thought of it was just absolutely horrifying. Um, So like, I exited the car and immediately checked on like the the, the person in front and because they were closer and then I just took a little short trek to the lorry at the back. Oh, that's scary! Spoke to the driver; he was good. Spoke yeah. to uh, I didn't I, I say speak. It was more like mm. yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, it was, it was very just like yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so what w- the situation was in the lorry was that there was a driver, a passenger uh, next to it, and there was one guy in the back. Mm. And like I made sure to like I was like with him and I was like, dude, like you're right. <laughs> And, like, he was weirdly all smiles. <laughs> it was, like, this foreign worker. He he wasn't, like, happy, but he was more like, you know, yeah, no problem, no problem, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I was like, fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. And um, he was, like, the least shell-shocked, I guess, because I guess to him, like, you know, he's... he's he didn't really do anything. He's just going to go home and, you know. He's just riding. Yeah. He wasn't driving. Um, uh, but, like, he was also, he was, like, as the lorry was leaving, like, like we, like we I just made sure, like, I just kept, like, looking at him and going, like, are you sure, are you sure? And he was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just kept waving to me as the lorry drove away. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was scary. Um, and on that topic, remember how I, I was, ta- when we were talking about the lorries last week, and yeah. I said that, you know, what's the likelihood of... It's a good thing you weren't a cyclist. Oh, fucking hell. Remember, yeah, we were talking about how, um, like, what are the chances of Singapore doing anything about the rules to the lorries because mm-hmm. of the target market? Well, this came out... What the hell's going on? What this, is this world... Be- yeah, okay, this, go ahead. This, this new story came out. This is just a headline. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you can find the article yourself. But yeah. um, Amy Kaur who is a, a member of the uh, PAP, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's a member of parliament. MP. Um, she says, ideal not to ferry workers on lorries, but more <laughs> regulation would hurt industry and livelihoods. Oh, jeez, fuck you. Fuck you, man. 
All you need is just some do those. Not all you need. I mean, you, those, you just need buses, like minivans, like those. Acute fucking... pain to industry to change worker transport rules now. Proposals have operational difficulties. So, yeah, like. I don't know, man. It's like because you know, last week it was a news story, but this week, like, I was in. It was in, like I was. I was fucking in one, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like I could have been, like, partially responsible <sighs> for like just like really severe injuries or death, yeah. and it was like Jesus Christ, man. Because you know, you can't expect there that like you can't just say, oh, they should just drive safer. That's just you know. That's not how the world works. Like, accidents will happen. They're never intentional. It's just an occupational thing. Of, and it's just something that will happen on the roads. I believe the stat is something like there's like a 100-ish accidents every day in Singapore. Um, and that's like a guesstimate, you know, because of how small the country is. Um, but that's just how it is. And it's, it's going to be a lot more likely to happen when it's like busy... Uh, people that have long hours and get tired and all that. So you can't just say, like, make the lorry drivers drive safer mm. or give them speed limits or whatever. That's not really going to fix it. Yeah, you it, know? Needs a big, it needs a big change. It needs it a need, big overhaul. In a weird way, it's kind of a cultural thing, right? Like, by now, just bringing foreign workers in lorries is a cultural thing. That's just how we do it in Singapore. So to make change something that big, you need big changes. <laughs> Again, I go back to... They were really, 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 really quick to ban those PMDs. Yeah, but that's less part of the culture. That was only around for two years or something. But like, bang, uh, well, war- I mean, it was. Yeah, but like, not, but like, it wasn't part of. You say it's part of the culture, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not part of my culture. It's not part of the of the government's culture. It's culture and society. You know? I mean, like that's how you bring it's, people to work. Uh, it's bring like, these foreign workers to work. But it's like a part of. It's like a, it's like sucks, it's, by the way. it's a system yeah. that was put in place. But yeah, I yeah, ca- yeah. but I can't accurately say that it's part of a culture because it's not something that I live. It's something that someone else has to live. And like the laws that are made, the people that make the laws, it's not their culture either. Mm-hmm. You know. It's just something that happens. Do you, and they do, but like, do you remember a time before foreign workers were brought to work in lorries? Well, I probably wasn't born then. That's my point. That's I what know. I mean. It's part. It's part of the culture. It's not part of like your culture of, of working every day. But it's that's how Singapore does it. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. Right. But then it's part but, of the. But system. then when you talk about PMDs, right? Sure, it was only two years. Yeah, yeah. But then, say for example, someone started grab delivering, and those two years, like the entirety of their job was doing it on a PMD. Mm-hmm. That's arguably a culture to them. That was how they earned yeah. their money, and that was the only way that they knew yeah, how maybe, to earn Maybe culture is the wrong term, but like that's just one person. How Singapore companies operate is that they bring war- foreign workers in lorries. That's how they do it, right? Yeah. And to, do, to change something that big requires a big change, whether it's like trading lorries for these safer buses, but then they use the lorries to transport material as well. So it's like, again, and because Singapore is so business um, positive, like that's just, one of the things that fucks it up it's at the expense of what? The expense of this. You know, care for human life, unfortunately. Yay, late stage capitalism. That's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah. <sighs> but man, it was just so fucking insane. Like, yeah. it was just nuts to, like, realize right after, like, what hit me. Oh, fuck, it's a lorry. Oh, fuck, it's there's someone behind. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, are, are there, like, people lying on the road right now? Because it wasn't a light hit. Yeah. Like I'm uncomfortable sharing pictures of it, so I'm sorry, listener. You're not gonna be. You're not gonna see any pictures. Yeah, it's okay. You, um, you, get, you get all these words though. <laughs> <laughs> um, just believe that my car was totaled. Yeah. Um, it's. 
basically like it was undrivable. Yeah, and so let's just say just if a if a picture is worth a thousand words, we've spoken way more than a thousand words. So yeah, we painted at least like half a JPEG. Yeah, there. No problem. Um, way more. Yeah. So, man, like it's gnarly. I feel like I need to do something. You know. Yeah. Start a foundation. Or, you know something. I feel like I need to do something, especially raise like, awareness. Yeah, you know, like like I said just now, I feel like I used up all my good karma in that accident because everything, all the pieces just kind of fell into place to sure. for me to like not have to deal with anything too crazy in my in my extremely panicked state. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah, pay it forward, man. Mm-hmm. Just gotta pay it forward. Yeah, Ugh. you know, speaking of crazy transportation stuff and. You know, yesterday I had quite I had quite the ordeal myself. Mm-hmm. So it was around like nine o'clock at night, ten. Like, and I eat di- I was gonna get dinner. Yeah. And um, I went on uh, Food Panda, and I made it. I was gonna make an order for delivery for food. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this sounds good. I'm gonna get. Some- oh yeah, biryani. That sounds great. This place called Kinara. Oh, I like Kinara. That's good. I'm gonna have it delivered. I'm like, oh wait, that's a bit expensive. What if I pick it up myself? Oh wow, I save like six dollars. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. So I go and make the order, and I go, all right, I'll go pick it up. I get to the place, realize I'm at the wrong place. <laughs> they have two branches. Or, oh, no. Or even worse, the original branch broke down. It's, it's shut down. Oh, no. So I had to go, like, way further than I expected. And I was like... Did you take a grab there? No, no. I was on my bike. Right. You know, that's what I mean. And I, So I'm getting a little emotional about it. But it's <laughs> like, I, I was hungry. And then I had to bike, like, another a kilometer and a half. <laughs> One way, Nathan. <laughs> I picked up the food. The guy was like... Hey, it's ten oh five. We just leave it out here because it's closed. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I thought I would have wrong one. It's like it's okay. And yeah, he did the same thing. He smiled. He's like, it's okay. <laughs> Barely understand it, but we understand each other's humanity. Yeah. <laughs> got back on my bike. Yeah. Came home. And you speak of good karma, Nathan. Like, when I got home, the food was still hot. Wow. And I thought, wow, what a world. What a world. <laughs> Sorry, you just had such a long story. I feel like I get to explain my life. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Like, I didn't realize on food delivery services like Grab Panda and all that stuff. Um, some people walk. Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah. I had my first walker, like, the like last week. Oh, wow. And I was just like, oh, no. Wait, I, <laughs> I can meet you halfway, you know? Like, <laughs> let like, me bike. Let me cycle to you. Yeah, it's like you're not very close. And, like, it's a decent fucking walk. Yeah, and my thing is, like, my, food's, I, my food's getting cold. And, like, yeah, that too. Like, it was a very sensitive, it was, like, a very, like, crisp, sensitive dish. Oh, no. So, unfortunately, it came soggy and, like, steamed up. Oh, no. But, um, but still, I was just kind of, like, like, I just couldn't help but watch him walk. <laughs> Yeah, on the GPS. And, like, it was so slow. And it was just like, oh, no, poor guy. Like, he has to cross this whole street. And I know he's going to... There's an uphill now, and he's going to have to walk up that hill. Ugh. And I looked outside. Oh, fuck, it's so hot. Like, Jesus. I, I didn't think that there were walkers on delivery yeah. services. Yeah, a, a buddy of mine does that. He lost quite a lot of weight from doing it. Just walking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, your rate, your delivery rate is much smaller. But if you, have a, if you live in a dense location with lots of restaurants, yeah, there are walkers. I suppose. Like, I guess it's more of just like, wouldn't it be in the best interest of the delivery service? To Give them some kind of, like a skateboard or something? Yeah, you know, because just because of like the food quality. That, I bet you, you they know. used PMDs in the past. Now they don't have one. Oof. Full circle. Yeah. Man. But I'm just saying, like, you had your own drama with, with, with <gasps> transportation. Uh, and so did I, man. <laughs> I got there and I was like, no. And as soon as I got there and I saw that it was shuttered, I'm like, 
Oh, I ordered from the wrong one. Didn't yeah. I? I checked the thing. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last thing on the accident, you know, like, mm, yeah, I was, I was more or less like, okay, the next day. Although, like, I woke up with, like, a little bit of, like, just shakiness in my body. Like, just very... It's like adrenaline dump. Yeah, like a very... like Yeah, I guess it's an adrenaline dump thing. It's a very, like, uh, uh, residual shakiness. But then it hit me again the next... Like, like, like that same afternoon when uh, the insurance guy sent the report over to me. And the report had pictures of the car. Was this the 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 same dude from the site? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Because he's he's the one, like, handling all of the stuff. God, Singapore's working all the time. Okay, Yeah. yeah. Um, and he sent me pictures of the car at his workshop in broad daylight because uh, the accident happened at night. Nighttime, yeah. Uh, he sent me pictures of the car in broad daylight, and I looked at them the next the next afternoon, and like immediately, mm. like, I'm looking at them now, and like it's causing like, it's a little bit hard to see. But like I looked at them, and, and like I just felt a shiver down my spine of wow. just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean you like relived it, yeah. Um, so you know, drive safe. Um, and if you don't drive safe, drive, oh, and if you already drive safe, drive even safer because it's not always gonna be, you know, you got other people to look out for as well. And unfortunate things happen. I'm just, sorry. Yeah. I, I keep harping on this, but you look in the photos now. I am just, cause I, again, I got, I, I'm a car guy, so I, I learned a little bit about this, this stuff. Mm-hmm. And just, there's so little damage to the cabin, which is great. Yeah, like, the chassis is completely undamaged. That's the thing, right? Like old old cars, right? Yeah. Without these crumple zones, they don't look as bad because, like, yeah, your cars look fucked. Yeah. But the back looks completely crumpled, the front looks completely crumpled, but the cabin, the middle part where yeah. you are, yeah. is complete looks completely untouched. Yeah. As opposed to cars that are like made out of steel. Well, where, like, the car's lot, okay, but the fucking drivers get thrown around. A yeah. big uh, reason behind this, and I'm not a car person, but I've learned a lot about cars in the last four days. Sure. <laughs> a big reason for this is because a lot of older cars, their chassis, like yeah. their skeleton, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a straight bar uh-huh. right across. Yep. So it just transfers the energy all throughout. Exactly. Newer cars have an X chassis. Yeah. So the distribution it's of distribu- impact is a lot better, I guess. Yeah. Um, or but yeah. Handle loads or something. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but... Is your mom pissed now that she was like, you're fine. My car! Was it like that? No, they were really sweet about it. I <laughs> yeah, think, sure, they, of course they, they were. were. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they also knew that, like, you know. Insurance like, will cover it. Yeah. How does that work? They get the car repaired? So. It's such a new car? Essentially, um, it's, because it's a new car, it's going to take a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's why I'm also thankful that it happened with this guy in this external workshop mm-hmm. because if we brought it to, and this is going to get real technical, but in case you want to know, <laughs> um, in ca- uh, uh, if we had gone with the official car company, mm. uh, like the like the Borneo Motors people, yeah. it would that would be registered. Like they would have a record of that, uh-huh. of exactly what happened, um, the damage exactly, and it would affect the resale value of the car, mm. and it would just affect a lot of things about the car, and also um, again, this sounds very dodgy. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and a lot of yeah. things are not covered by warranty. Like the warranty is more for like you know internal damage as mm. opposed to like accidents. Um, but because it's with an external workshop, they can kind of like do the fixes themselves, and the details okay. can be a little bit muddier. Um, so yeah, but this workshop has guaranteed. Oh fuck, it's raining. Yeah, it's just uh, boring. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the 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 workshop has has guaranteed to like replace it of all the original parts and everything. Oh great. Um, but man, it's crazy because like this guy, I have so much respect for him. Mm. Which guy? The the the, the, the insurance guy. Yeah. Because 
first of all, right place, right time, good for you. But also, <laughs> like, he was my age. Uh-huh. And he had figured out, I'm sure a lot of people have figured this out as well, but he has this ecosystem of essentially being like the go-to guy when an accident happens because he will sort out the insurance and the reports, he will fix your car, and he will get you a replacement rental car because he has all like the, the trifecta yeah. you know, of like car accidents. So he's like a small business owner? Is that yeah, his pretty name? much. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was just like, man, respect. Respect. Respect th- that you have like got this whole thing going on in your life. Um but yeah, it was it was it was an interesting. He's very ride. much like an accident. My time to shine. Exactly. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so like, I was thankful he was there, and also like, um, uh, on the drive to his workshop, he recognized me, and we had that whole conversation as well. So he was also like, "What are the odds?" And I'm also like, "What are the odds?" <laughs> <laughs> what a weird time. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're gonna have a lot of like, I like emotional turmoil over this in the days and weeks, years to come. Like, do you feel like it's that traumatic? I don't know. You never, you never know. But I was. I just, truly yeah. don't know. Like immediately, right now. Okay, honestly, like immediately after it happened, mm-hmm. I was very much in that headspace. Yeah, again, it was you're in only shock. until I saw the dash cam video that I didn't cause the accident. That huh. I just felt this huge weight get lifted off my so- uh, shoulders. As yeah, selfish yeah, yeah. as that sounds. Oh, you know, I mean, but it's natural. It is what it is, right? Um, but yeah, like I was mostly just afraid of that because being at fault, you mean? Yeah, because the actual moment was a huge blur. Like I legitimately just don't recall sure. like what happened. It was very much like I'm driving, I'm driving, I'm driving. What happened? Dude, my last car accident, I mean it was a pretty fairly big one too, not as bad as yours, but like we didn't have dash cams then and I just I, I still don't know what happened. I don't know if I made a wrong like cuz what happened was like yeah, it gets real blurry. Yeah? It's super blurry. Your brain just like Erases things. Yeah. I was making a left turn, and also I just felt myself. I heard the sound and I spun. Like some as I was making a left turn, someone hit me this way, and I went like that. And I was like, "What the fuck happened?" Yeah, and like, I couldn't think. Like, did he run a light? Did I run a light? Yeah. Was it just a weird, unfortunate thing? Was there a yellow involved? I don't know. Yeah. Was it like a? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was so weird, and I didn't know what happened. I got out of the car. Yeah. I, I went to check, make sure everyone was okay. Yeah. I, I remember this. I always I like. Maybe I shouldn't have done that, but I opened the back door because it's like in the Philippines, so there's yeah. a driver in the front and the, yeah. uh, the passenger in the back. I was like, "Are you? Is everyone okay?" And it seemed like they were a foreign family, didn't understand me, and l- maybe I was like, because of my panic state, they thought I was going to attack them. So she was like, <laughs> this, mo- "This mother was like holding her kids, like just like, oh, well, I'm sure she's just controlling them after the crash and stuff." Yeah. But yeah, it's weird. It's just you don't know what happened. Yeah. And I guess that's why dash cams are good. But even to now, I'm just like, was that my fault? Or and look again, no one was hurt. Luckily. Oh, another crazy thing. Yeah, but was it my fault? Another crazy thing. This is a new car, right? This is hey, a brand new yeah, car yeah. that my mom just got for less than a month. Yeah. This is also the first car in our family with a dash cam. Huh. First car Weird. ever. The car before never had a dash cam. Was it a built-in dash cam or is it like... Uh, no, it came with the car. It came with the car. It was like an yeah. extra. Oh, it okay. came standard because like at the time of the purchase of our previous cars, um, they were so long ago that dash cams just Wasn't a thing. weren't. Yeah. They were a thing, just not common. Right, and right. Like now the, every car has one. Yeah, like a lot of places even provide them for you. That's cool. Um, so yeah, this was the first car that we've ever had with a, with a dash cam, a front and rear dash cam, and it was less than a month old. <sighs> and I get into a big old crash. So like my dad immediately got the dash, a dash cam for his car. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the moral of the story. Get a dash get cam. Get a dash cam. Drive safe and... Um, hug your hug your loved ones. Yeah, just yeah. To count your damn blessings and 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 also fix Lori laws. <laughs> yeah, f- fucking 
Jeez. Oh. <laughs> well, Nathan, I'm glad you're okay. Me I'm sure too. the listeners are glad you're okay. Thanks for talking about that, being mm-hmm. open and vulnerable. I, I feel like this is, ho- hopefully this is a little cathartic for you as well. Because I'm sure you've shared the story multiple times. but By now, I've shared it about yeah. three times. Yeah. Um, it's but the 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 insanity of it still it it you know I don't take that for granted like this was lucky yeah you know like so much like it's horrible that the accident happened but also very I'm I'm somewhat fortunate that all the pieces kind of fell into place right that there was this insurance repairman person that was there that nobody got hurt that the car was totaled, but the thing was okay. Um, that, and this is going to sound a little bit fucked up, but I got hit by a construction lorry driven by a local driver, meaning the construction company's insurance is going to have to pay out, and it's not like just a person whose life I might possibly yeah. affect in no, a no, no. negative like, way. Honestly, as far as car accidents go, this was a pretty... Like, everything kind of worked out. You know, yeah. It's like I don't feel as bad, you know, that the construction company's insurance company has to do this. Yeah. Because it's going to take quite a bit to repair that car. It's completely fucked. They're, they're, the, the lorry, too, is pretty totaled? Well, the lorry is more of just like the front of it got caved in. But it's a lorry, so I mean, yeah. you can take it. Yeah. Um, but, man, like, just drive safe, I guess. Yeah. But also, at the same time, like, I feel like I see a lot of lorries with, like, crazy dents in them. Yeah. You know? Like... What's that about? I don't know. I mean, they're, they're, you know, they're big vehicles. It's hard to, like, <laughs> yeah. maneuver, I guess. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. Episode 168 in the books, I guess. Yep. You can wrap it up because I'm pretty much all talked up. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, quite a wild journey we went there, you know. This is a fun. This is a fun recording. I love it when we go on tangents, but then we have something like quite deep to talk about. <laughs> um, listeners, I hope you're safe. I hope you're driving safe. I hope everything's good in your life. And hey, f- uh, you know we didn't talk about phase two. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Real quick on that. Remember how last week we were talking about? Oh, we're not gonna go back into how it used to be. Oh god, that did not age well. That, that did not age very well at all. So in, in case you are not a Singaporean listener, um, like literally the day we recorded that up last week's episode, hours afterwards. Yeah, hours after the government announces that we are pulling, uh, we're pulling, uh, what's the word? They're bringing back a few yeah. restrictions. Yeah. So to be fair, like it's not completely back to how it used to be. You yeah, know? I don't feel much of a difference. It's not much of a difference yeah. because like they just kind of reduced the number of people going to work. Yeah. They did close gyms, yeah. but they're keeping pools open. No, uh, yeah, and I hear gyms are coming back as long as with certain, I don't know, it's weird. I don't know. Visitors um, are limited to five. Yeah. Visitors are limited to five. Yeah. I, and pool. the weird thing is that pools are open. So like, did they figure out between now and then that like COVID doesn't spread through water? Yeah. I no, I think they've known that for a while. It's, yeah. it's all aerosol droplets. Is Got the main it. Thing, right? Got it. That's why singing is also not allowed in like dramas, classes and whatnot. Aw. So yeah, like we were wrong. <laughs> I'm not going to make another prediction about Suicide. COVID ever again. Yeah. Um, I'm just... Yeah, it's gonna leave it there. Leave it there. So stay safe, everybody, in every way possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. (laughs) Thanks for the hang. What a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way. What a good sign. What a good thing. 
It's a good day for a good time with good hang.